brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Century, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. On today's episode, of course, we're going to be talking about the game coming up tonight against the Utah Jazz. We're also going to be going over Patrick Williams' recent comments to KC Johnson and how his confidence is growing. All that and more on today's Chicago Bulls Central. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans. So the Bulls face the Utah Jazz tonight in a matchup that I know a lot of Bulls fans have had circled on their calendar. It seems like Patrick Williams with his comments also has that circled on his calendar. But this is going to be a big test for the Chicago Bulls as they face another towards the, the a winning team, right? The Jazz have, have lost uh, seven of their last ten. Um, and so they've they've dropped further down in the standings. At one point, they were leading the Western Conference. I think they're now currently seated at, as the eighth seed in the Western Conference, showing you how uh, crazy that conference is going to be from top to bottom. But they do face the Utah Jazz tonight, and this is going to be a big test for a couple of reasons for the Chicago Bulls, and we'll get into that for a second. Um, so Alex Caruso is listed as questionable right now. It looks like he missed Sunday's practice with a midfoot sprain. But the considering that it's not listed as doubtful, it's just listed as questionable, probably going to see the pain tolerance level um, at shoot around and then make that decision by then. I, I expect Alice Cruz is probably going to play more than not. But even if he does does not play, uh, the Bulls still have enough firepower coming off the bench. Everybody else, of course, but Lonzo Ball seems to be healthy and, and is not on the injury report. So we have enough to weather that storm. But the Jazz are going to be missing Mike Conley, uh, Balmero, and Rudy Gay all out tonight um, against the Bulls. And Laurie Markin is actually listed as day-to-day, but that day-to-day thing kind of doesn't mean anything. Uh, but he he's listed as questionable right now. So Laurie may or may not play. Still leaning towards expecting Laurie Marketing to play. But this Jazz team comes in as the fifth-ranked offense in all of basketball. And so because of that, this Bulls team is going to have to be on their heels defensively the whole game. They're going to have to be focused. They're going to have to keep their heads on a the swivel. They cannot allow some of these individual matchups to get away from them. And if they do, it's not going to bode well for the Chicago Bulls. Now, the Utah Jazz's offense is taking a little bit of firepower away once they don't have Mike Conley kind of uh, orchestrating that offense, but they still got Laurie Markkinen, who's their leading scorer. They still have Jordan Clarkson, who we all know is a bucket and a threat to go off. Malik Beasley can go off at times. And let's not even forget, Mike Conley being out means that Colin Sexton's going to start. And while he's not necessarily the uh, type of point guard to run the offense like Mike Conley does, he's still a threat to go off as well offensively. The matchup of Jared Vanderbilt on DeMar DeRozan, they're going to try to do a, a lot of things kind of similar to how our last three and four games have went with how they're going to pit Jared Vanderbilt probably on DeMar DeRozan. So that is going to, that's going to mean that Laurie Mar- I mean, sorry, that Patrick Williams is going to have to step up in his matchup with Laurie Markkinen, who is not a great defender by any stretch. Laurie started off this season having a nice uptick defensively. He, his defensive rating has gone way, way down over the course of the last uh, set, uh, 10 to 11 games or so. So with that being said, um, you know, uh, Patrick Williams is going to have to keep up the pressure. Io DeSumo is going to have to win that matchup with Colin Sexton. We're going to have to force this game to be 
Jordan Clarkson, Laurie Marketing trying to really kill us in that game. And we can contain everything else. You look at THT, another player that has some scoring potential. But I look at what we can have on him, either Javante Green all the time, Alice Caruso if he does play, even Derrick Jones Jr. I do expect for them to be able to disrupt that matchup with, uh, with THT. Rudy Gay is not in this game. But the size of the Utah Jazz is something else that we need to take a look at. With Kelly Olenek, Laurie Marketing, Walker Kessler, and Jared Vanderbilt, who's not a bad rebounder at all himself, this is something that we're going to have to look out for. I want the Bulls to win the rebounding battle in this game. Looking at Vooch, Drummond, getting back to both being in double digits rebounding-wise, that's going to help the Bulls get more uh, possessions, things like that. Keep the keep the Utah Jazz as well from getting second-chance uh, um, second um, opportunities as well. As long as we can do that, this, this Bulls team has more than enough to handle the Utah Jazz. It's going to be a fun game, don't get me wrong, but while the Jazz are the fifth-ranked offensive team in the NBA, they are the 23rd defensive team. So that means that with the Bulls' firepower, if we play well, if we if we limit the turnovers, which are in our control, that we can have a big offensive night against this Utah Jazz team. The reason why I'm looking at the Chicago Bulls, if they play with that defensive intensity for all four quarters that we've seen them do at times, didn't see it in the OKC game. We saw it in the Boston game, saw it in the Milwaukee game, saw it in that second Toronto game. If this team can keep up that defensive intensity, I trust our ability to outscore them on offense more than I trust their ability on defense to limit our scores. But we're going to have to have Zach Levine locked in. Hopefully, Zach, over this last two days, has really taken a look at some tape, maybe figured out some spots a little bit differently, some things he can do differently. We need to get back to efficient Zach Levine because I tell you what, the way that Jared Vanderbilt defends, not to say that he's going to stop DeMar DeRozan because I don't think anybody can, but I do think that this could be one of those games where we definitely see DeMar maybe not have the most efficient first half. When he comes in, it's a little bit better in the second half or maybe vice versa. We're going to need other players to step up um, and, and take on larger roles. We're going to need another game where Vooch hits those clutch shots, right? Not necessarily threes, but Vooch hits those clutch shots. Especially one uh, surprising stats that come out about the Chicago Bulls is that the Bulls are actually, they're like four and two when Vooch has 10 or more opportunities in the paint. And that almost flip-flops when he, when he takes uh, more, than, more than four three-pointers or something like that is the stat. We're going to need to see Vooch operate from the inside out in this game. And Kelly Olynyk, while a solid player, I don't think is a player that should be able to stop Vooch from doing and being efficient in that in that low post, as well as Walker Kessler. Walker Kessler has been playing great. He was a guy I was high on in the draft. A guy I wouldn't mind seeing the Bulls draft uh, use their draft pick for, but he's a rookie. We should be able to see Vooch, Drummond, just with their veteran uh, savviness, really kind of outclass and outwork their big men. Hopefully that's something that we can see. And as well, uh, this, hopefully we go back to getting good Goran Dragic. Dragic hasn't really been what he was at one point in time, and we know he's he was out for an injury for a while, coming back from that, and that, that may be playing a part in that. But we need to see Goran Dragic back to having that, uh, that impact off the bench that he was having for the Chicago Bulls, really orchestrating that bench offense. And at the time, even the offense with the starters when he was out there with them, we need that going back, hitting those shots. If him and Kobe White, minus the uh, with the absence of Alice Cruz, so if he does not play, can shoot the ball pretty well and effectively in this game, and Andre Drummond rebounding the way he does, and Javante Green playing with that energy, I trust our bench way more than I trust the bench of the Utah Jazz when you look at their, them coming off the bench with Malik Beasy, THT, um, and Walker Kessler probably being their main uh, players coming off the bench for them. Of course, they have more players that are going to come in and play roles, but considering the amount of injuries they have on that roster, their bench firepower is depleted a little bit, so we need to also win that bench battle. And if the Bulls can do that, 
Um, again, another quality win for the Chicago Bulls. If they can start stacking that, they'll then be three and one in their last four. And hopefully we continue to see that for the Chicago Bulls. But at the end of the day, it's this. We know what this what this Bulls team is capable of when they're executing and playing the ball well. And you can't let a team that is that is not good defensively by statistics wise. Now we know that they can ratchet it up defensively. This is another team that has a lot of length on it, especially from that three to that five position. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code Bull Central to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. And that can really do some things to try to disrupt playing the passing lanes of the Chicago Bulls, especially if we have some of those sloppy passes that we've been seeing at times in these games. But the Bulls, this Bulls team is going to have to step up and continue that 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 positive swing of momentum. I know the OKC game was like a kick in the stomach for a lot of Bulls fans, for the team as well, for the coaching staff. Hopefully we can use this one now to build off of, get back in the winning column, and this team play solid collective basketball, moving the ball around. I hope this team has noticed that when it's all DeMar and players are standing around watching DeMar cook, we are not successful in that. We've seen growth from Iota Sumo at the beginning of the season that's come down a little bit. We've seen growth from Patrick Williams in the month of November that has been consistent in that month, having a true shooting percentage of over 70% in the last six games. I want to see Billy Donovan utilize those players better, even if it is using DeMar, Zach, as decoys to open up spots for these other players that need to learn how to play in crunch time, that need to learn how to step up when the game's close, that need to learn how to have the ball in the hands a little bit more. I get it. DeMar is amazing. Amazing. And I do not take away from that at all when it comes to DeMar DeRozan and what he's able to do. But we can't, it can't just be DeMar down the stretch. Teams know that. We have, we've had a whole season of that last season and teams are not allowing that like they did last season yes DeMar's still going to have times in the fourth quarter where he goes on these great efficient and amazing scoring stretches that get the Bulls either back in games help sell games for the Chicago Bulls and all of that but if we want to be a team that's going to become a playoff team while we sit out of the playoffs right now this team is going to have to play better as a team they're going to have to utilize their weapons other than DeMar other than Zach at times, they're going to have to continue feeding the hot hand. You have a player in Patrick Williams who is on a tear shooting the ball from three. And his and his shooting percentages, I mean, his shot avail availability, a number of shots that they allow him to have in the fourth quarter drops off. It goes down from him having, having he, over the course of the season, Patrick Williams has, has over 40 shots in the, in, the, in the first, second, and third quarters of every game. In fourth quarter so far this season, combined, this is all combined, Patrick Williams has had less than 26 shots. 
I get it. He started off the season. His confidence was low, but that confidence we're seeing build. We're starting to see him understand the player that he is and can be, and that has to be rewarded, and we need to see that as, as Patrick Williams' confidence grows. And, you know, this goes into the next topic before we end the show. Patrick Williams had an interview with Casey Johnson in which he said this, I told you I was going to figure it out. I think I'm still figuring it out, but I'm 100% locked in on being the player that I want to be. I always felt I had what it took to be a really good player in this league, but now I'm starting to feel like I have what it takes to be a star and superstar in this league. I'm kind of trying to take that role on and build it day by day. And that is what that is the confidence that we've been needing to see from Patrick Williams for a while. Like, And we're seeing the growth of a player. I gave you guys the raw stats and numbers and how he's just growing even in that power forward role, being a more efficient player, being just on defense and offense, understanding how to use his body physically against players that are larger in this NBA, the longer players, things like that. We need to reward this growth in Patrick Williams. We need to reward this confidence in Patrick Williams. Him looking forward to this matchup with Laurie, saying that Laurie knows what he brings and he understands what Laurie brings and he's excited about that matchup. This is We're seeing a player's confidence come leaps and bounds from what it was at times. We always said the thing holding Patrick Williams back was the, the thing between the ears was the mental aspect of the game. And we're finally starting to see that come and be more well-rounded for the Chicago Bulls team. You look at what Dalen Terry's doing over in the, in, in the G League. Yes, it's only G League, but that confidence is building. We need to reward these players. That's been my biggest gripe with Billy Donovan. While I have not been, as some Bulls fans have saying Billy Donovan's a horrible coach, he needs to go ASAP or things like that, the one thing that I do um, that I am concerned about is the growth of the young players on this team while they don't have opportunities to have the ball in, the, in, in, in their hands. For example, as well, Iodasumu, in the games that we've seen, Iodasumu have quarters or halves where he's allowed to really push that pace as the point guard, get out in transition. Not only does he score better in those opportunities, it gets the other players better involved. It gets him more engaged in the game. We need to be growing these type of skills in this young player, in these young players, if we want to have sustained, sustained success going forward, if we want to have that killer mentality in the playoffs once we do get there. All those things are dictated by the readiness of your team. It can't just be DeMar. It can't just be Zach. It can't be Vooch out on the three-point line, not allowing to be able to be that post-threat that he can be for this team. These are the things that we need to see this team grow, develop in, but it also is on the coaching staff to trust their young players at times to ride the hot hand. We see now that this team, when they, when they face some adversity, when things get tough, they almost devolve back to last year's basketball where it's just DeMar, 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 18 dribbles, 15 pump fakes, things like that. Yes, I'm exaggerating, but that's what we need to see from this team or, or this team get away from, I should say, if we want to have better success. It's it's easy to stop one player when it's one player in the fourth quarter that, that has a chance to save you. It's tougher to play to stop a team that plays open, that you never know who where the scoring threat's going to be, when you never know who they're going to go to at times, when everybody is a threat to contribute to that offensive success. We need to get back to that as a team. I want to see us do that. And that's something that is to me is on the coaching staff. Yes, it's on the players as well to not stand around and watch DeMar work. They have to move without the ball. The coaching staff also needs to come up with better schemes, better things to put these players in better positions. So as we face the Utah Jazz tonight, we got four games this week. Let's make that clear. The Chicago Bulls have four games this week. We have every opportunity to really come out of this, hopefully come out of this stretch, being a team above or at 500, hopefully, and then we can start having that rise that we hope to see over the course of this season as we, and Utah's the first step in that. We got Utah tonight, we got Phoenix on Wednesday, we got the Golden State game on ESPN on Friday, 
And then the day before my birthday, we got Sacramento on Sunday. We need to see this Bulls team perform in these games and in these opportunities. And hopefully, just hopefully, this team is in a much better standing and much better, you know, mental space as a team. The fan base can have more confidence in it. These next four games and how they perform in these four games are going to be big time telling for what this team can and will be. I always said that I was going to hold my evaluation or my expectations or how far I think this team can go until December started. We got we got a few more games until then, and we're going to know what this team is and can be if they continue to face uh, the better competition and perform better in those games. But that is it for me for today. Make sure you're following the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and a voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We're the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. And peace, y'all. And see red because it's game day. Go Bulls, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.